Let's do it. One. One, two, three, four. Which line do you want it to be? Do you want to take a ride and maybe we'll see? Left line, right line, red line, green line, whichever line, gonna be fine on. We are Tom and John, and we are back for season two. John, say hello to the people, man. Hello, people. It has been too long. This is, um, you, you know, I got. I, I must just apologize. Really, it's been. Uh, it's. I've missed everyone. Yeah, it has been a little. We we took too long to get back to the grind, but we are back we're excited to bring you season two and before we get into all that i just want to ask my co-host here how he's lived the other line lifestyle since we took a break and just give us a few stories obviously dedicated listeners will know john started a new job and he's been crushing it that's just what i hear but has he kept the other line in line or in mind rather and what how you've been living john what have you been up to Living good, living good. Uh, I, you, you know, I, I, I think I'm, I'm fortunate in that I'm still kind of experiencing a bit of a honeymoon phase in the new job. So, um, still kind of transitioning in. They're still kind of ramping me up um, with, with the workload. So it's been manageable, um, which I'm grateful for. And, and as a result, I've, you know, I've been able to maintain a, a semblance of a life outside of outside of work you know I've, uh, I, I I continue to play soccer every Sunday today included team did not do so hot unfortunately no and no not in our heated contest today but uh um, but still still playing soccer every Sunday you know it's it keeps me sane and I love it um, so been doing that I've um, I'll, I'll I'll hit the occasional happy hour. I I met up with our our good friends, and again, the dedicated listeners would know these names: Pablo and Phil. Met hey. up met up with them for a few beers on Friday. Uh, we ditched the office, you know, slightly before five. Met up and uh, and got together and caught up on life. Phil actually has started a a new more demanding role as well so we might have to we might have to get him back on here um to to talk about his latest happenings but um but yeah otherwise you know i've 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 had some some travel uh related to weddings back you know i've gone to a bachelor party earlier this summer a good time uh took took a, a day off the new the new job for that and uh did some work in the car on the way there so not while driving listeners <laughs> i was in the passenger seat um and uh and yeah so it's been it's been a super eventful summer they always are right i mean they go so fast uh it's crazy like what two days away from october it's just nuts um, it is crazy and i feel like having the jobs that we have just in law firms where your day is usually same ish, at least in terms of who you see 
and where you sit, I feel like it's just a time warp. It just speeds up, but summer always goes faster. Uh, I myself have been trying to follow John's lead and maybe a little homesick here, but been going to a lot of street festivals. I know that is a Chicago staple. Uh, Been to about, you know, four of those in the past month. So it's been a great time and, and it is hot in Kentucky people, 95 degrees down here. So summer is still rolling for us. Yeah. That, that is, well, I cannot quite relate. It was, it's been like low sixties and rain the last two, three days here in Chicago. Uh, it's so, not good. No, not good. no, it has not kept us away from, from street festivals either though. I, I visited a street festival uh yesterday actually with krista and um so yeah you know we we just we had the umbrellas out but it will not it will not deter the dedicated street fest goers with that which we are yeah you gotta make the best of whatever situation you're in my you know favorite thing just hearing about it when my sister lived in Minnesota, obviously also a former guest of the cast and like hearing about these snowmobile trails that people would put out in the winter. They don't care if it's two degrees out there, they're going to make it a bar crawl with these pop-up sheds in the middle of nowhere, just having a good time, regardless of what the elements are. It's, you got to admire that level of dedication. And I am, I'm proud of you, John. Glad you're still bringing it. Thanks, man. Yeah, we, we could all, I could always do better, but can't we all? Yeah, that's what the podcast is for. That's what the lifestyle brand is for. And speaking of that, we've, we want to tease season two a little bit here. So, uh, John, I'll turn it over to you, and I'll just kind of pepper in details of some of the things people can expect from us in our second and best yet season. Amen. Well, I, I think we have mentioned it in in previous episodes, but, uh, but we have guests that we have promised that have, that have not yet surfaced. And I, I think this is the season where they will surface. Um, <laughs> I, I am hoping at the least, uh, you know, I've mentioned in the past, a good friend out in Denver who is a chef, uh, and, and will bring, I think, a very unique perspective. If, if if anyone has any kind of idea of what the inner workings of of the restaurant industry are, I think I think they they will know that it is uh, it would be an exciting interview. If you've ever read like Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain or anything like that, um, they are some they are a different breed people in the in the restaurant industry. And and Denver, you know, is a very eclectic scene and um and i i'm i'm excited for that one uh for sure Dude, that sounds awesome and i will first of all he's very amusing and he's a very good writer uh second kitchen people are totally crazy they're yeah. crazy i worked in a kitchen for one summer and john has heard this story and uh in my more naive youth perhaps i could have given an attitude where not invited or but people were always joshing around but they wanted to let me know that just because i was there two months and could finally handle the fryer they weren't having any of that (laughs) 
the bartender, who I apparently gave it, I don't even remember this, had one of the regulars call the kitchen from their cell phone. They're like, Tom, phone's for you. I get it. Somebody, and it's a cop on the other line, like, sir, your vehicle, license plate, blah, blah, blah. It's been involved in a hit and run. We know you're at the Lamplighter Bar and Grill, fine establishment people. Come out to the porch. So I did. I'm shaking. Obviously, I don't know where my car is. I don't know, you know, how I've been implicated in this in any way. I was at work, nervous for no reason. I walked back into the kitchen, and then, you know, bartender comes up. He goes, yeah, he's at the bar. I walk into the bar, and everybody just claps for me and, like, smiling. <laughs> And just made, they're like, yeah, man, we pranked you. I'm like, that's super mean. But <laughs> they take it to a different level. That, definitely some, definitely some stories from there. So I'm, I'm very excited to get him on the cast. I also want to tease awesome. I, I don't, that uh, yeah, go we ahead. are going to have, courtesy of our founder, side, an excellent collaboration with an up-and-coming comedy troupe. John, do you know a little bit more about that than I do? I've watched a few of their videos online. They're definitely blowing up right now. And we have been blessed with the opportunity to collaborate with them on an episode. So I, 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 I don't have details on the episode itself, um, but I, I've... I've had the privilege of getting to know one of the members uh, through our founders. I and I have gone. They they do um, like a I think it's once a month they do a sketch comedy show, and I've been to one, and it it is a blast. I mean, it's like not only are they incredibly talented, but uh, it, it's just, it's like one of those venues that's just like kind of no rules. Like everyone, you, you, you buy like a 12 pack of beer and you just, you go with friends and you, you, you watch the show and people, you literally it, like part of the whole ambiance is like, once you're done with your beer, you like throw it. And they, <laughs> they it's crazy. man. It is crazy. And you, and they collect the, the beer cans afterwards and you know I, I think they're like pretty hipster so maybe they compost it or some shit I don't know whatever you do with it. The, the the point is it is a an awesome show with some very talented people um and and yeah you can't help but feel like you're you're kind of any one of these people could could go somewhere it's it's that kind of like scene and um and talent level so yeah very exciting yeah no it sounds awesome we're very excited to showcase their talents and, you know, introduce them hopefully to our listeners and their, their stuff is really funny on YouTube. We will definitely preview that in coming episodes, get you all the details on their stuff before they actually get on. I also want to say that, and I've not actually talked to John about this, but there was a guy I used to work with who's kind of, he was like more of a paternal figure at the time when I worked in Chicago, you know, at that time, he was like 34, and I thought that was ancient because I was like 23. But he was doing really well in sales. A few years ago, he quit his job to open up a record store. And 
it is in Pilsen, which is a up-and-coming neighborhood of Chicago. So we are leaning hardcore into hipsterness this next season, but I definitely want to showcase this journey, how he just totally opted out of the corporate grind to open up this record store right across from a music venue in Pilsen. It's called 606 Records. Andy Mitchell is the owner. He's doing great things, and we are going to get him on the cast. That is a promise. That so. sounds awesome. I, I, and... Pilsen, what I understand, Pilsen is like super freaking cool. And I, I have not, I'm ashamed to say I have not been. Yeah. I mean, you just don't, it's not in the normal orbit of the young professionals of Chicago's life. I don't think, I mean, it's just kind of near South side, right? It is cool. I've only been there once dropping at the record store, but Definitely want to showcase that. It is a neighborhood, as they say, in transition, and uh, gentrifying is happening. It's coming to the near south side. Well, yeah, so, I'm I'm excited for that one. That's that's cool. Yeah, yeah, no, it'll definitely be good. John, what else? What um, else? Are you doing? Yeah, so uh, a, a couple more more goals. Uh, on on guests for this new season. Um, now I was thinking about it. And I think given the you know I want to provide the content that I think is most relevant to our listeners at the time. And although I think it's uh, it's incredibly almost like fatty and like I mean like a fad a trend. Uh, I I think we got to get someone and I. I happen to know one closely, a relative who was in the marijuana industry. There we go. We got to get some. We got to get someone to to tell us like it. And he, and he he entered. My cousin entered the marijuana industry as it was first becoming uh, gradually legalized throughout the country, uh, and he kind of followed the legalization trend. So he started in uh denver i think it was and then he went to portland and then he went to seattle and so pretty much with each new city that that had begun to legalize marijuana he he, he's kind of lived in all of it um and to add to uh to the interest that i think he would he would bring to an episode he's also like a semi-professional poker player plays in the world series of poker every year Wow. Um, and, and this guy, I mean, I, it, I can't believe I hadn't, I hadn't thought of it earlier, but I mean, he is, he, I think he's a great, uh, he'll be, he'll be great entertainment for the listener. Um, so, so I'm, I'm excited for that one, uh, because I, I like to think it's a sure thing. Uh, he is my relative, so he <laughs> has no choice. Uh, so, That'll be a good one. I I'm I want to bring um, Cy back on at some point to talk about his latest. I will call it an investment, not even a purchase. Have you have you heard of this, Tom? No. Yeah. So Cy uh, has acquired a motorcycle. Hell yeah. Yeah, and uh, and he plans to road trip this. This sucker 
uh, all the way back to his his home state of Texas. Wow. Um, and I, yeah, I think I think that's that's too juicy not to cover on the cast. So uh, I you know I I think that is again a, a relative certainty uh, that that our listeners can look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully get a little update from the brand on him at the same time. But he's having his own like Diarios Motocicletas over there. It is not a short trip to the borderland in Texas when you're not flying. I mean, that's probably 20 hours. Yeah, he he mapped it out and he he showed me the the distance uh, via, I don't know, Snapchat or Instagram. I forget what it was, but it was right around that, that 20 hour mark. And I, you know, it, it, I've always wondered on long road trips on motorcycles or even short ones, like the elements are so much more of an issue. Oh yeah. Um, And I'm, I for one, I for one uh, am looking forward to hearing once he gets to the finish line, uh, hearing about how 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 someone deals with that, like I've never, I, I, have you ever been in a car and it's like torrential downpour and you see you're on the highway and you see someone on a motorcycle and just like how how are they doing that? Yeah, mostly I just see them pull off underneath a ramp and just stop and wait. They could be waiting there for well, that hours. Sounds, yeah, that sounds like the wise decision. Yeah. Well, that, that, that sounds awesome. I'm definitely going to talk to Sai about that and bring you even more stories that we already previewed. We're looking to grow the brand, grow the podcast. So if you want to come out and speak your truth to us, do not hesitate to do so. Reach out to John or I through the brand. Uh, best way to do that probably through Instagram. But we are trying to put out more stories, trying to get more people's life experiences out there where they find fulfillment. I'm curious, John, and I want to, as I always try to do, transition this to a little deep cut. Do you think that your definition of fulfillment has changed a little bit since hosting this podcast? That is an interesting and truly deep question. Fulfillment. Um, man, yeah. I, I almost want to want to counter with an equally deep answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I think fulfillment, I, I think it's, it's kind of more of like a, like a process, you know, yeah. I think initially, like, has it changed? Um, you know, I, it, it's, it's made me think the podcast has made me think about fulfillment a lot more for sure. Uh, and, and, and the other line philosophy in general has, um, because I do find myself being very cognizant of the facts on, you know, on like a, uh, a weekday or or whatever, even, even, even a weekend anymore where I'm like, oh, you know, like I, I can, I've got this work to do. Um, I should, you know, I should head into the office or should, you know, pop open the email for, you know, half a day or whatever. I do find myself thinking, what are, you know, what are, what are Sai and Pablo and, and our friends and, 
doing and coming to the conclusion that that matters also and possibly yeah. as more, you know, um, you, you, there's something to be said about, you know, needing to do the work you've got, uh, you know, because you've got, you know, practical, you've got bills to pay and, and whatever, um, and, and maybe you actually drive some fulfillment from, from your job. And we've talked about that before. And so that's important for that reason as well. But um, I, I do think more about doing one is by nature diluting the other. And so balance has become even more important to me than I think before, before I started the podcast. Um, so I, you know, I think, I think that might've been how it's changed. How my, my idea of fulfillment has changed a bit. Um, it, it keeps, keeps the topic top of mind, the podcast has, which is a good thing. And hopefully that's what it's doing for people that are listening. Yeah. No, I think it's a very deep and thoughtful answer. I, think you crushed it john i mean for me i don't i don't know as if it's changed by definition fulfillment but like you said it keeps it more top of mind i find myself just saying yes to more things you know especially socially and then just trying to create more social opportunities to get you know buddies from college back together definitely owe you a trip to chicago uh but you know you're just trying to create more interactions with the people you care about and want to be close to because, uh, you know, we're at the age that it's weddings all the time. And that's going to link you up with a few folks. And that's awesome. It's great to see people again after a few years, but when the weddings stop and hopefully they're not divorces and more weddings, divorces and more weddings to keep those people going, you got to find a reason to see these people. So I, think I've done a little bit better with that since the cast and uh, definitely better for the wear. For sure, man. Amen. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's a, it's a, like I said, uh, it is a forever development. Um, but, you know, hopefully, hopefully the, the podcast, you know, makes you think a little bit more about it and, um, and yeah, it gets, gets you out doing the things that, that you find rewarding. Cause then you'll you'll certainly reach ever closer to fulfillment. But it is you know one I suppose one one never reaches fulfillment. Uh, they just you know they just continue to find ways to uh, to be happy and and because otherwise I mean if you've reached fulfillment, what else is there to do? Right. That's an interesting point. I mean I feel like. People, you got to stay hungry. Uh, you got to keep on doing the stuff. Though my Nana's interview, uh, you know, she occasionally talked about the challenges of her age. I, what I took from that was uh, the main message. She just wants to keep moving. She wants to keep interacting with people. She doesn't want to slow down. And even though she's proud of her family and all that stuff, it was, you know, the fact that she just wants to keep moving keeps socializing and doesn't even for a minute think about slowing down or trying to just stay in her room all day. I think that's a good lesson, at least for me, that I took away from that conversation. It's just been top of mind for me since I interviewed her recently. So yeah, no, I, I'm definitely with you on that. I feel like we're moving towards a cohesive philosophy here, John Brown. 
I think so. I think so. And and with with each passing episode, I'm I'm hopeful that that those who listen are are also also reaching similar cohesiveness or or at least finding what it means to them. And um and if not, well then you'll still get to listen to what are <laughs> objectively interesting people. Uh not us, the people we interview. We're we're just we're just conduits. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely true. Well, John, I think that was a pretty strong, strong way to 